into it. So welcome to Marshmallow Sunday Pie. Uh, this week we are talking about paranormal experiences. I'm here with my brother, Love. Uh, Love, what are you smoking today? Uh, I believe it's uh, Malibu Pina Colada. Um, I got it like a year and a half ago. Same one from the Zero Zero episode. Uh, I figured well, out what it was. Hopefully this will be better than that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it'll be a lot better, that's for sure. But yeah, I just, I've had it for a while and I'm trying to finish it out now and go on to something else. But it's got me a little messed up right now. All right, and today I'm just taking it easy, drinking uh, some Mike's Harder Black Cherry Lemonade. Oh, that's fancy, brother. Oh, it's kind of gross. Went but... from niche bitters early on to yeah. Mike's, Mike's Hard Lemonade. lemonade. Okay. Well, you know, so this episode, we're going to be taking it a little easy. Uh, this is going to be more of a chill, relaxed episode. Going into Thanksgiving, uh, we just wanted to make sure we got something out. We wanted to make sure we had a conversation. Uh, and like I said before, this week is just going to be a uh, our experiences with the paranormal. Uh, it's probably going to be a little hard to put into words, but we'll do our best to describe kind of how we felt in those moments and um, just go from there. Sounds good to me. You want to take it away? Take it away where? Do you want to talk about it? Oh, sure. Yeah, we can <laughs> talk about it. I mean, I thought you were going to have me do my intro like halfway through the intro. Um no, I think we're just starting in this one. Yeah, no, that's a good plan. I just, I was confused, brother. That's because you're high, brother. <laughs> no, I'm not. I feel less high than I did two minutes ago. That's, that's good. For sure. Um, yeah, so paranormal experiences, huh? I don't have too many of them that I can recall. There are a few, and I generally don't believe, but you can't dismiss anything. We talked about this our very first Zero Zero episode. You know... You can't dismiss everything, so there's always a possibility. Yeah, I like to say I don't not believe. You know, I I, I can't say 100% that, you know, ghosts are real and demons and devils are running around and angels are helping people, but at the same time, I have nothing to back up that it doesn't exist. Exactly. I have no evidence to the contrary, no evidence to the... What's the opposite of contrary? Uh, Protrary. Sure. No evidence to the protrary. Yes. Protrary. That's a nice word. Um, but with that being said, uh, so do you, do you have anything off the top of your head that you, you would count as a, or a close to paranormal experience? Something that is hard, maybe hard for you to explain. Yeah. So in the typical sense of like, you walk down your house at night and you see something in the hall and you're just like, I don't know quite to explain it. And then they, you don't know how quite to how quite to explain it when you're walking down the hall and you see something spooky. But for me, I don't really have that type of experience. Um, one thing off the top of my head recently that it just felt weird. I was actually at a food, uh, a restaurant, and I was on my lunch break. Food restaurant. A food restaurant. Yeah. All right. <laughs> a food restaurant. I was trying to say fast food place, but it wasn't a fast food place because it was a, um, ooh, I haven't been there. It was the, the hat. So I was like, "That's a fast food place." Yeah, they do have a drive-through. All right, yeah. so yeah, so I was at a fast food place, and um, I I noticed a guy who looked familiar as I was sitting down eating on my lunch break, working for the post office, and he just he he like he reminded me of somebody, older gentleman, and he like he was just very casual, laid back, um, kind of fit, older gentleman, white hair, and he. I, I realized after looking at this gentleman that he reminded me slightly of like myself okay. in the future, possibly. Okay. Now, 
I just, you know, you see that sometimes some people look familiar, whatever. And I think it was more of a reflection on myself at the time. But I was just like, you know, that might be what I, I am in the future if I like don't eat the hat and for lunch, you know. And I was I was thinking about that at the time. And then um, like a minute later, inside walks this dude who just annoys the hell out of me as soon as I see him. You know those people? Like, I just have types of people that annoy me when I see them. Sure. And, like, he goes up, takes his order. He's complaining about something. It's not right, this or that. It's an older gentleman, and he's pretty heavily out of shape, and he's kind of a dick. And I really stared at him, and he he reminded me of myself. And they were both wearing bright blue shirts. And I was working for the post office, our uniform, bright blue shirt. And they were both wearing, um, like, shorts. And it was summertime, but I was also for the post office wearing shorts. And it just, like, and the people looked like me. It wasn't just, like, old people. Like, their faces kind of looked like me. And I was like, this is right now in my life, older me, younger me, or older me, and and if I follow through with a decent plan or whatever, good on a good path if I treat myself right, and older me if I don't. And it was really, it was really harrowing to me at the time, for sure. Interesting. So that's, you, you, to bring it back to like, say like the paranormal, do you think, or I mean, I guess it kind of goes into what we want to constitute as paranormal Mm -hmm. and not to really go down that rabbit hole, but do you believe that's like a, some sort of like a, 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 a cosmic entity, maybe showing you a couple of paths being like, you know, make a good choice here. Right. Yeah. So I guess I didn't explain it too well on the end. The reason I attribute this to like a close to paranormal experience for me is because generally everything that happens around me, I go, there's an explanation. Um, this definitely isn't happening right now. That's generally my view set about everything. So I had this like feeling inside me that there's like a possibility that this like was legitimately happening in that moment, like a legitimate like entity, spirit, whatever, or the universe or whatever you want to call it. A specific thing was showing me like a true version of my old self in two different things. So like I, I do, that's what makes it feel so, paranormal. So, so it was, it was, it was it's literally the fact that it felt paranormal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah I, no, I, that's, that's an interesting like, thought because I knew going into this that it would be kind of a slightly difficult th- topic for us to talk about because for the most part, we don't have these grandeur paranormal experiences, right? Like, yeah. Neither one of us claims to be, have ever been abducted, you know. Um, Is abducted a paranormal? I don't think well, well, I, I think it falls into that realm of like the supernatural, right? It, it's I don't know. it's beyond it's beyond our natural world. I wouldn't place that in that for me. I would because I think that really buys more into like I don't know. Well, I guess you could say like aliens are like the yeah okay yeah they're, they're, I, they're, I would it. say they're a paranormal thing. It, it's outside okay. of our societal norms. Yeah okay no that makes sense I get it. Um, but yeah no, neither one of us really claims you know to to have been abducted. Um, I will go into a couple of stories where you know I may have had uh some sort of like contact with like other entities but for the most part even those experiences that i'll talk about i i don't 100 believe that they happened right i you mean th- i think that's just kind of how we are we're, yeah. we're very um we critique a lot and you know we're 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 just kind of cynical from the start. So it's yeah, hard to like I, guess, 100%... Yeah, I don't even know if it's, if it's critique as much as yeah. it is cynic. Yeah, yeah. I was looking for the word cynic, yeah. but I was like as much as I as much as I would love to have like paranormal experiences and to just be able to 100% say, "Hey, 
that's what that was. And I know there are people out there that are who, who do and like more power to them for one, having those experiences and being able to understand them and kind of like codify them within their mind that this is an actual active experience. But for me, like, like kind of going into that, it, it's very difficult to just say, yes, that happened to me. Right. Um, and I'll, I'll kind of go into one of my experiences when I was younger. Uh, this is when we lived in Yukaipa. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people felt like that there were things going on in that house. You know, it wasn't just me. It was, you know, our cousins, our friends, people heard things, felt things, saw things. Uh, a big portion of that was like shadow people. Uh, right. Our, our cousin Amethyst. Yeah, you know, Amethyst. She, yeah, she... Um... She definitely 100% buys into this. Yeah. And she has a lot of stories from that house, but a lot of people did too. A lot of other people. Yeah, that's what I mean. A lot Visitors, of Visitors. Yeah. And we wouldn't even tell them anything. Yeah, a lot, a lot of friends, a lot of family would, would feel things and see things in that house. Um, one of the things that I vividly remember as a kid was in our closet and in, in the room that we stayed in together. I knew you were going to say this one. Yeah, and, and it, was, it wasn't a big thing. <clears throat> But there used to be a door that passed from our closet to the living room. Mm-hmm. And I swear at night, I would hear that door that our parents closed. Like they, they uh, walled that up because why would you have a door going from a living room to a fucking closet in a bedroom? I don't know. Um, but I would hear that door open and hear someone walk through. Right. And that was something, that's something I, did. do you remember that at all? No, I don't no, remember that experience. I, I vividly remember like at night laying there and then hearing the closet door, the interior closet door open in footsteps. Interesting. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 okay. So a lot of people around us that were in that house, family, friends, they all tell of these paranormal stories. And that's actually one thing I never had in that house. I really? heard the stories from everybody, different mm-hmm. types of stories. I never believed them and I never felt anything paranormal in that house. Really? Really. Oh, interesting. Because you, you know mom had night terrors in that house. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. She stopped having them when we left. Yeah, my favorite my favorite night terror from my mom has to be that she was um, she was it's dreaming. Story. <laughs> she was dreaming. And she looked over to the edge of her bed and scared her so bad. She, she just like, she always talks about how this is one of the worst ones. Standing right next to her bed was me. <laughs> all right you have to go into a little bit more than that yeah now at this point in the story my mom always jumps in if she's around and she, she says you were like five and she knew that and standing next to the bed was three-year-old me yes which is what frightened her and i, I would say that would be a little frightening if i'm expecting to see a person of one age and then a younger version of them yeah, walks in but like one of her worst that she remembers i, I feel like think... she remembers that one more than when she told us that there was a um she remembers in her night terror there was a like grim reaper-esque creature that, that came, came flying out of, the closet out of her with closet the big axe. yeah yeah so i mean she, i but feel it's... like she remembers me more than that I, one no. she, maybe she remembers that one remembers you more but it was not the scariest because she right. didn't wake up screaming that's true like she did with a guy coming out of the closet with an axe. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. I do remember. So you were at a certain age in the Ukaipa house. And then I was at a later age when we get into like our other houses. But um, I remember when I was around your age. But like whenever I would spend the night at like say uh, Nani and Granddaddy. Mm-hmm. Um, I 
I would like, as I'm falling asleep, I would always see these faces around the room. But they were shadows uh-huh. in the dark that reminded was, me of human figures. Was it in Dad's room? No, no, no. It was in. It was when I was staying at not. No, no, yeah, yeah. Dad's. Was it? Was it in Dad's room? So, their their bedroom was the big one in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you walked down that hall to the right, yeah, there was that bedroom. That was Dad's old room. No, no, no. It no? was in their bedroom. Okay. Like when okay. I was that age, I was most of the times I would just sleep in their bed. Okay. So it was it was in their bedroom, but it was the lights turned off, and I realized because I it it did creep me out. So I would pay attention to when like the lights. I knew where the lights were gonna come off. And I could see a vase tur- with, like, you know, flowers up through it turn into, like, a person. Because they kind of, it's, like, kind of I get you, anatomical, yeah. you know? So, but <clears throat> I wonder, like, what experiences possibly in the Yukaipa house that people have. Because they were also, like, in an age where their minds were, like, running a little bit at night. Mom was, like... She, but she, she has like, she had night terrors, and she doesn't necessarily say like those were paranormal. She does have some paranormal stories from Yukaipa. I don't yeah. remember which ones exactly to the extent, but I do know that those. She admitted those were just like night terrors, though. See, I don't know if I because I don't know if I believe that because when we moved, she stopped having those night terrors. When we moved to Beaumont, she stopped having night terrors, and True. I stopped having nightmares. Oh yeah, right. I did. Other than the I, other than the one dream, Banning. no, no, that weren't those weren't nightmares. Those were like sleepwalking. That's different. Where you're running away from. That was in Bo- That was in Yukaipa. No, no, no. Wait. The werewolf. Yes, yeah. right, right. I thought you did the same thing when you hugged the. Tire no, that was your... that was just uh, not, that was just sleepwalking. Oh, okay. That yeah. wasn't uh, any no. specific. Oh, okay. See the the last like true like nightmare I had. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh leaving Yukaipa. I mean, I've had some as I've gotten older, not, you know, I've had a lot of nightmares, but yeah. where, where they feel that, that same talk, uh, yeah, feel yeah. paranormal. Mm-hmm. Uh, after we left the Yukaipa house, we moved into the Beaumont house and I was in the, we, you know, we stayed in the second floor, right? We, we right. had our bedrooms up there. Mm-hmm. And one night I remember hearing a tapping at the window right. of, the, of the second story floor. Mm-hmm. And when I opened the blinds, I saw the pale white face in the window. Oh, that's creepy. And it was like tapping at the window, and I, and I panicked, and yeah. I fell off the bed. Oof! And I I hit the floor, and I was awake on the floor, and the blinds were open. And Yukaipa? No, this was in Beaumont. This in was, Beaumont. This was shortly after we moved to Beaumont. Oh, okay, got you. And that was like the last real, like, kind of paranormal esque nightmare that I had in regards to that. Okay. Um, and a, and a feeling that you know mom's always had, and then I've told my wife about this, and she had a very similar feeling. Was that was whatever was at Yukaipa trying to follow us back into the next house or into the next place. But post that, a lot of my bad nightmares stopped. I stopped having the same reoccurring nightmares. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that kind of stuff went away. The, the, the waking up in a panic at night, a lot of that stuff went away after leaving Yukaipa. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't remember anybody saying anything about like haunted house or like paranormal in Beaumont, feelings yeah. in Beaumont but then again I mean it may, maybe it's attributed to like old houses because the one in Yukaipa was built in like 60s 70s old houses yeah, versus like there. yeah and versus like new houses like you yep. know you know this house just got built a year ago you're the first ones to live in it like 
I feel like a part of you deep down, whether paranormal or not, a part of you deep down can be like, that's why I'm not having these bad experiences. Oh, very well could be. Again, this... unless it's built on top of a pet cemetery, then, yes. then new buildings aren't very good. Or a Native American burial ground. Yes. Yes. And your house gets sucked up into a tiny orifice. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Native American burial ground. Pet yeah, cemetery yeah. was they were, they were they had a house near a pet cemetery. Yeah, I never actually watched any of those. I just know them through like South Park and stuff. You should watch them. They're pretty damn good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I, I tried to do that. I watched like The Shining and I really enjoyed it about halfway through. And then it's just the same boring, not that scary. It's a psychological film. Uh, no, I know, but it's just like and I try I try to watch old films like that. And the Shining's like, different than like Pet Cemetery or uh, They're both Stephen King. Yeah, but it's okay. First of all, they're Stephen King adaptations. All right, they're not Stephen King. Okay, but Pet Cemetery has a much different feel than The Shining, and then uh, now I can't think of the other one we were talking about. Animal, uh, Native American burial ground. Yeah, I don't American know the Burman. name of it. Poltergeist. 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 Not Stephen yes, King. Yes, yes, yes. And also a very different feel. I did like Poltergeist. I watched Poltergeist. You watched Poltergeist. That, that was a good one. That yeah. was a really good one. Yeah, that's the one where the house gets like sucked up. Sal, that was amazing. Okay, back to the. That's paranormal stuff. It is. It, it, it's not that bad of a That's tangent. Our experiences with paranormal. <laughs> our experiences with paranormal were these classic Stephen King films. Except for Poltergeist, which was not. I know. Also, those other things weren't Stephen King films. Uh, Adaptations. Stephen King didn't like The Shining. It's like saying, well, yeah, nobody likes The Shining. That's, what I'm, that's my point, right? I really. like The Shining. Really? Yeah. You like moments. No, the movie's, the movie, uh, overall, the movie is good. Really? Yes. The pacing and yes, and the it's the, a psychological thriller. The climax it isn't even that climactic. Oh my god. The 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 like references which make a lot more sense in the book, but not they do nothing with in the film. It's overall a good movie. Though. Yes, overall it's a good movie. Why did we come back to this? <laughs> you. No, you, you said you had the no. whole. They're not Stephen King films. <laughs> they're not Stephen King. Yeah, films. see that you brought us but back. But they here. can still stand on their own. All right. Uh, going back to where we were. Yeah, so uh, I told you about the, the closet. Um, and I think I've told you about this one before. I've told a few people. Um, again, you got the house. I was very young. It was back when we still had many. Was it me? It was not you. Oh, okay. No. And Oh, I, I do have a story about you. Though. No, I know. I think I know the one. That's what I thought you were going to tell. No, so I'll tell that one next. Oh, okay. I do have a story about yeah, you. Though. That's like my favorite memory of me. That, that's a, I, I my memory. a horrifying memory of you. <laughs> Um, but no, so the one with me, we had a dog named Minnie. It was a little black terrier. And I was playing in the backyard with our dog. And I, I again, and this goes back to like what we said before, that cynical aspect of it. But mm-hmm. I vividly remember this. Mm-hmm. And it could be, most likely is an exaggeration of the mind. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe I remembered something and over the years it just kind of kept building and building on itself. Mm-hmm. But this memory is very vivid in my mind. And it's playing with Minnie. She's barking. She's playing. She's happy. She's jumping around. And she stops dead. Just, Jesus. just not didn't die, but just yeah. dead stop. Oh, okay. Dog didn't just die. Like, I thought you know. meant like just keels over. Yeah. No, didn't didn't just keel over. No, sorry. Oh, you mean stands at attention? Yeah, just just stops stops what she's doing, and she's looking at uh, this back the back wall, and over the back wall is this glowing red humanoid figure it's it's this it looks like a it's hard to describe um but it's the shape of a person right right but the interior of that person is just like swirling lights there is no like physical form 
Oh, it's like the uh, face of the uh, robot from the last, from uh, Lost in Space on Netflix. I never watched Lost in Space one. on Netflix. No, oh, that's so good. The the robot's face. It's just like this cluster of lights, like circling, like not uh, not necessarily in a specific pattern. It almost looks like a galaxy, kind of swirling. Yes, around. very similar to that, but yeah. in the in the color of like reds and oranges. Yeah, that's kind of yeah that that. Oh, interesting. Okay. But yeah. that wasn't a thing back then right. at all. Yeah, true. That was but, created um, and four I've years never ago. Seen it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was created four years ago. And you were talking about a memory like twenty years ago. Twenty years, probably 30, more. 25. 25, 20, 23, 25 years. <laughs> yeah, we're ago. getting old. Um, but yeah, I, I vividly remember seeing this. You know, probably dad's height, which he's around six foot five. Right. Climbing over the wall. Okay. Walking down our backyard. Uh, basically coming face to face with our dog, our mini just backed up and moved, and then just continued walking down into the neighbor's yard and out into the street. That's crazy. That's a, yeah, it is, but that's a memory I vividly have. That's crazy. Yes, it is. Well, you uh, transferred over to a different universe, a parallel universe, and that was uh, yeah, you weren't supposed to see that. You crossed over and, oh into a new dimension. That's what I was trying to say. But I can't think of words. Yeah, you went into a new dimension, and then uh, and then you saw the plane that you weren't supposed to see. Yeah, I, I I have no explanations other than I was a kid, right? And kids have crazy imaginations. Yes, that's what I was going to say. You yeah. your your pop also definitely helped yep. spur your imagination. Um, very imaginative person, and and you grew up around him all the time. Having you know, you did you guys did imaginative things, so it makes sense that you had a. A pretty yeah, wild 100%. imagination, because I I don't really have too many things that I can think of like with my imagination like that. Um, I didn't have an imaginary friend, and I you did. No, oh, I think I told people I did, like especially people around my age, um, as like a joke. Like you have so many of these things where, and I don't want to get too much into it. Yeah, because we could go back and forth in this all day long. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds like as a kid. Yeah, you had the sense of humor of a forty-year-old man I, because you thought it was funny to no, lie to adults okay. about having imaginary friends, about having dreams, about. So I misspoke. So you, part of what you were saying right now is true, um, but I did misspeak. I didn't mean I meant that I said I had an imaginary friend as aha, it's funny. I didn't think it was a joke. It was all. What I was trying to say, because I'm probably just too high to like put my thoughts together, was I said it to my um, to to kids around my age, because everybody else was talking about theirs, and I was trying to like conform basically and say I do have one, because I remember wanting one, and I remember trying to imagine one, and it did not happen. See, I don't, I don't know if I ever had an imaginary friend. Yeah, because I feel like I asked mom and dad about that, and I thought they said that you you may have had one. But also, I was yeah. very young, and they could have a lied, or because I was really young. It's not like me as an adult. No, <laughs> did Logan have one? We'll have to ask. Yeah, we'll have to ask yeah. them. Yeah, but I, I do remember me like asking them and and them thinking, and they were like, uh, "Yeah, he had one like a year ago or something like that." So I, but then again, I could be misremembering that completely. I also don't know if kids typically say that they have imaginary. I feel like it's the adults that say that kids have imaginary friends. I think yeah, I think adults like like if they observe a kid playing, playing with somebody, and it yeah. seems like they're playing with somebody, or they say like a name or something. It's like oh, is that then, your friend? Yeah. yeah. So like I I feel like well a lot of times they have names like 
they'll yeah, ask yeah. a kid like is this your imaginary friend and they're like yeah and like, what's his name and they're you know whether they're making up one or whatever you know they say it and when you think about it it's really creepy like it is yeah a lot of this stuff like i can imagine in my mind like it playing out and like on a show or something like that and i think of like this situation that we're talking about with kids parents observing kids with like uh, imaginary friends and when i imagine that if you play like the like the creepy wind rustling in the back <laughs> and you put it in like slightly like lower angles and it's just this kid playing with nobody and then the like parent walks up and the like piano plays well, that's paranormal activity too yeah exactly see that's what i'm saying so <laughs> like no. that sounds I think really three i think that's three they watch any paranormal activity yeah, they're all right yeah I, I saw the clips everywhere of the like crazy bed stuff, but I'm not a big horror fan in the first place. Oh, I love horror. Yeah, it just doesn't really do anything for me. I don't really get jump scared a lot. Like very seldomly, I get jump scared. Uh, my favorite are like the suspenseful ones with good mm-hmm. plots, but I mean generally, I just not a big fan. But uh, yeah, so I mean that's but that's one that's a memory I vividly have though, and you can 100% attribute it to childhood imaginations. Right. I I, I can't say that it's not. Right. But. The visual is there. Yeah. I can think back on that time and vividly remember this thing crawling over the fence. Right. So it's definitely an interesting uh, thought. Did you guys see the person in a white shirt? You saw the person in the white shirt. No, fuck off. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You were the one that said there was somebody in a white shirt standing in the hallway behind you. No, fuck off. No, that was you. When? How old? You, oh, fuck, I don't know. I don't, I don't know ages. I don't know how old we were. I think you were like seven, maybe no, five. No, because yeah. I remember a lot of things around no, five, this, six, seven. Brother, I don't remember ever saying that. You, That was you. You were standing in the bathroom and you screamed. We ran in and you said you saw someone standing behind you in the hallway. Now, to give some frame of reference here, at the house that we lived at, there was a long hall. At the end of that hallway was a bathroom. The bathroom had a mirror in it, as most do, mm-hmm. and that mirror could look straight down the hallway. That's something you remember from the house. That creep. That must have creeped you out then, right? You've always had an issue with mirrors, haven't you? I don't like mirrors. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like you were... I, don't, it, I remember that brother, mirror being there. I don't remember it, it staring down a hall yeah. being the issue. Yeah. I don't remember but, ever thinking anything other than there was a mirror in the bathroom. That was 100% you. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. See, now, th- now it's starting to make sense to me because... A lot of my memories from when I was a kid are like, they feel like adult memories. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know yeah, if most yeah. people like feel I like that. You. But like, I don't ever remember believing, truly believing in almost anything. Religion, mm-hmm. um, uh, Santa Claus. Like, I just remember like being of an age where like, it's around I, Christmas I have, time. I have a very similar feeling to that yeah yeah and i remember like yeah like a young young age and then like talking about things that these people believe in i never believed it and now i'm thinking i don't remember that story at all and now i'm worried that something planted this in me like back <laughs> in ukaipa or something like well it, it may not even be that it may be that that memory was something that was so out of the norm for you that you just kind of blocked it out I don't believe in the blocked out memory it's a, stuff. It's 100% the thing, though. I know, but, like, for really traumatic... Like, I, I, th- I think as a kid, like, scary stuff like that, you don't necessarily block out. I think the blocking out is more when you're, like, later I know, child the, or teen or... No, like, the children can have, like, blocked memories all the time. Any Every age can have that. You don't think they're just lost memories? Well, yeah, but it could still be a lost memory for you. Right. 
like I said, if it's if it's if it is what you're saying, where you're like, hey, you know, at, at this age, I didn't believe in these kinds of things, right? Yeah. And then you had something that shook you to that to that point where you're like, something that's behind me is not supposed to be there. Yeah. That could be very well something that your brain was like, that's not what I comprehend. That's not what we think about. Interesting. Not not saying that's the case, but yeah. that that was you who was in the bathroom who screamed and you basically said you saw someone standing behind you in a white shirt. Yeah, see, I remember that now. Yeah. That's weird. I, I What I remember is there was one night in Yukaipa. I don't remember if it was, maybe you weren't there, but everybody in the house basically was sure they saw this like older lady in a white shirt like walking around our backyard through like a window. I don't think, I don't remember that. I and may not have been there for that I can't long. tell if, I, I, I honestly for like the life of me, I don't remember if like somebody was Mm-hmm. or if it was like if somebody was, was seeing something yeah but like everybody was really talking about it everybody acted like they saw something and i can't remember how it resolved but <laughs> but i do remember that instance and i i feel like mom was like one of the persons i was like yeah i saw someone in the backyard yeah uh, yeah i will have to ask about that because i have never heard of that story yeah because i i feel like yeah we should have done this episode with amber man because she not a year ago, year and a half ago, um, our cousin Amethyst was visiting um, m- uh, mom and dad's place. And I was there and we were telling like these like parent like ghost stories that yeah. they've had stuff like that. And I don't buy most of them or, you know, so I'm sitting there and I'm playing the cynic and everything. But they're telling about these stories and it just really like when you hear them. Like, they shouldn't send, like, shivers down your spine. It's, like, just because, A, you could relate to them because you were in the area. Yeah. Or just, like, you know, but, like, hearing them, it was, like, it was real creepy. And hearing Mom and Amethyst share some of their stories, and I'm I'm sitting there, like, yeah, that could have been this, that could have been this. It gets to points, like, in the story, though, where you're, like, shut up. Like, I, I don't like that. <laughs> like you were earlier. That's, that's too coincidental. Exactly. Yeah. It, well, I mean, that's, I think that that's what gives a lot of these things credence, right? Is that feeling of just like, shut up. No, it didn't. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, that's a slight feeling I had when you were telling the story about your nightmare in Beaumont with the, uh, the, the with, the, with the face that came yeah. on the window. Cause like, I'm not buying it, but you know, hearing like that face on the window all of a sudden, and knowing that bedroom, I'm like, I yeah. don't like that. <laughs> yeah. And again, that could very well have been a dream. Yeah. You know, most likely was. But that's yeah. the dream I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to tell one more story of the Ukaipa house, just because I think it's a it's a great story. We could have like five more elite stories. Oh, of course, house. yeah. But to, just to tell one more. Yeah. This this one's about my brother. Uh, so we, we, we slept in the same bedroom. And one night, I had to get up to go to the bathroom. Got up to go to the bathroom. Right next to our room. Right next, yeah. But, well, in the bathroom, that was right next to our room. Yeah. I didn't just like pee in the hall. Um, Basically, was like, it was like our the, the walls adjoined yes. to those rooms. Um, but I, as I was coming back, I heard people in our bedroom talking. I heard two distinct voices talking to each other, and I couldn't quite make out what they were, what they were saying. But I started panicking because my brother was still in the room. Right. And I wasn't sure what to do. I wasn't sure if to like run to my parents' house or to my parents' bedroom or to like go in. Uh, but I don't know why, but I decided to go in because um, <laughs> I was like, I have to protect my little brother. Right. And my brother is standing in the middle of the room 
talking to himself in two distinctly different voices with like his eyes rolled in the back of his goddamn head. I swear to God. No, no. Yes. I've heard that story a million times. And I swear when you first told it, you found me just up in my bed. No, you were standing I wasn't, in the middle of the room. I've never like stood and slept walk before. That, dude, I, I'm telling you, you, you were standing in the middle of the room. Your eyes were like rolled. All I could, because your eyes weren't quite open all the way. Yeah. They were like halfway open. All I could see was the whites of your eyes. I see. I feel like that stuff you added there. Cause I remember this from when you were a kid telling the story no. and I, you just like, you didn't know where the voice was coming from and you were looking for me and you climbed up cause I was on the top bunk bed, bunk bed. And I was just like laying no. back like asleep. You no, know, cause speaking I, I, in voices. I, I almost fell out of the bedroom cause you startled me when I opened the door. That doesn't make any sense. This is weird. Stories change a bit. I'm this. This is the same way I've always told the story. But, yeah. Ask mom about that. I yeah. feel like that white eyes is new. No, it's you, you. always. It was like it was one of those things where like your eyes weren't open all the way. Yeah, yeah. And you could just see like the whites of your eyes. Right. Yeah. Hmm. It was very. It was very terrifying. And then mm. you just went back to bed. I single handedly caused most night terrors in this house. That's right. Yeah. So I did have a night terror of you. <laughs> exactly. Except I was waking. Yeah, exactly. Yours at least is scary. Yeah, it was. Well, it was, it was I don't me. know. Yeah, because you you did not sleepwalk. That was not a thing you did. That no. was me, actually. Yes. I was the sleepwalker. Yes. Um, you know, you didn't really talk in your sleep. You, you've done it a couple of times, but nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And it was, so it was two distinct voices. Yeah. It was very unnerving. <laughs> You know what's Especially one... for like 10-year-old me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I wasn't that old, was it? I don't know. You weren't 10. I think you were I like, like 7 eight. or 8. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that's weird for me is I don't remember Minnie at all. Like, really? Like, at all. No. Oh. Like, I know she her from did, She did pass early on. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think, I think you were was. really young when she died. But see, if I was really young, you would have been really, really young to be playing with Minnie. In that backyard. That would have been like five. And yeah, I remember like that. two. I think she passed away when I was like one. I don't think so. No, think she like nabbed me out of the street. Yeah. Yeah. yeah our dog saved Connor's life. Yeah. Or I love's mean, life. I mean, Connor lives. Anything's good. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I do. That, that was a crazy story. But I don't think she saved my life. Like, I mean, there was no cars really. Mom anyway. says there was a car coming down the street. Yeah, but we lived on a cul-de-sac. Like, which cars would come down? Yeah, but they weren't. They have they to come like, down if they go up. Yeah, but they're they're all leaving their houses and they're ideally looking around for like. Ideally, kids. they're not just like flying down a street. No, but hey, it, it happens, man. It does happen, but yeah, I don't remember many at all. Just from people talking about her and stuff like that. I'm seeing pictures, but like other than that, I don't remember many at all. Yeah, you you were really young. Yeah, I just feel like whatever took many took my weird things out of like my dad maybe yeah that's what i'm saying okay. yeah yeah so that that that's... dog guarded that house from what i've told yes. like it saved me it like it knew things like it knew when dad it would time when dad got home and run into yeah, the backyard was, she was a very smart dog yeah but like unnaturally smart and yeah. a very good protector and that that those stories i've heard like freaks me out about Minnie because i don't remember her at all <laughs> and then she passes away and like that's when the weird stuff started happening. You had the weird memory and with Minnie in the back. But yeah, what if that's not even like a memory? What if that was like like Minnie dying and that happened, that thing came through? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, Could be. Because you were really young to be playing with Minnie. I, no, because I, I used to play in the backyard quite a bit when I was younger. 
Yeah, but you would have had to have been like, like four between or five. three and five. Yeah, which is a hundred percent the age I would have been, because you're three years younger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I know that. I'm just saying you would have had to have been between three and five, and to have a vivid memory like that from three to five, that's that's crazy. And it's one of the few that I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's weird. Yeah, because like. Three to five, I have some memories, but it's just like random stuff, like nothing like vivid, nothing, yeah, crazy like that. Yeah, no, and and those experiences again could be anything, but that's that's a vivid memory I have. Yeah, and to kind of carry that over, uh, I do have a couple of experiences. You know, being older, being you know, in my right. adult years, right. Um, and most of them though do revolve around sleep, right. Right, uh, and, and in between a sleeping and waking state. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the most vivid, probably the most vivid um, that, that I've had in probably the past 15 years uh, was when I was living at the apartment in Fullerton. Right. And I've been, I've been having uh, kind of like these waking dreams uh-huh. um, for the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just things where I would wake up and I would see things in the room. Uh, I would see like spider webs floating across the room. I would see creatures and stuff kind of like crawling around the doors. Just really unnerving shit. Um, and one night I remember waking up, uh, and again, to give some context on the shape of this room, it was a big square with an L-shaped hallway that went out to a living room. And in that L-shaped ha- hallway was a vanity. Uh, and you, you could see the vanity from the bed. And laying in the bed... I remember waking up and that vanity light was on. Okay. And I was confused because I sleep in darkness. I right. Mean, I like it being very, very dark. I had blackout curtains on the windows. Right. Um, but that vanity light was on. I was like, well, what the hell's going on? So I walked over to the uh, vanity to turn it off. And as I look in the mirror, I see this like demonic shape um, on me. On you? Not, 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 not you. Not me, but um, kind of like encompassing me. Like a, a physical form on top of my own form. I'm trying to think of how to describe this. Not like grabbing on me, but like a shape that outlined my body. Right. So uh, almost as part of me, right? So I, mm-hmm. there's this demonic form and I start fighting it. Mm-hmm. I'm fighting this form uh, like this, you know, it's got horns. It's got, you know, the black eyes. It's got claws and talons and all this stuff. And I'm fighting it in the mirror. Uh, and I eventually... Look, the only way I can see it is in the mirror, and I grab myself by the neck, mm-hmm. and I'm able to like wrench it in two. Jesus! So I, I pull, I pull the entity apart. Yeah. On top of me. Right. And it, uh, you know, I, I actually see it in the mirror. I see it fall, and I see it start to fade away. Mm-hmm. And I feel this like moment of relief, and when I look back up, there's another one, but it's Jesus. far more detailed. Ooh. And I can I can barely see myself through it. Like mm-hmm. it's just like it, I'm looking at this demonic entity or this mm-hmm. demonic form, and it's it sounds so cliche, like it'd be something straight out of like a Freddy movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks at me and it says, "Thanks for getting rid of the bitch. Now I'm here," and it it stares them straight in my eyes and it tells me, "He's like you're gonna forget all of this. Uh-huh. You're gonna go back to bed. Uh-huh. I'm gonna be here and you're gonna feel great in the morning." Nice. I apparently didn't like that. I screamed and I punched my mirror. Uh-huh. The mirror shattered and I woke up in my bed. And your hand was fine? My hand was fine, but the light was on. Oh, okay. I was exhausted. Yeah. I felt like crap. Right. I was sweating. Yeah. 
And, and it's such a vivid, vivid image in my mind that like it, I, I was shaken for days. Right. Like for a week, I just, I was like, that was some yetic shit. Yeah. That like, it, it really shook me to my core. And again, it goes back to 100% could have been a dream. Yeah. Most likely was a dream. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, a dream. But but those the, are the weird ones when they yeah. feel real out of the dream. Yes. Um, I know I had a story when uh, about 12 years ago, 10, no, about 10 or 9 years ago, just moved to the, parents just moved to the new place in Ontario that they were at about 10, 9 years ago. And I had a bed up you know third floor and that and then like a little loft open wall stuff like that and the bed was the headboard i had right against the uh the wall of the room big square room and pretty empty and i remember i i fall asleep one night and i realized i was dreaming which i hardly ever do that yeah a lot of people can do that I'm decently very bad at it yeah i hardly i have probably have like three four five instances maybe in my whole life that yeah. i remember and um i can never fly Nope. I hate it. I typically wake up as soon as I realize I'm dreaming. Oh yeah, no, no. I've had like four or five where I realize I'm dreaming and I and I stay dreaming. Oh, and really? I'm able to yeah. And I've always when I do that, I try to fly. Oh. I never can fly. I finally attributed that to like I feel like I can't imagine myself doing things I've never done. Because I had a dream where I was in like one of our old like dad's old like Jaguars or something like that. Uh-huh. And um I try we it was they were in the back and I was driving on a race course. And I uh, tried to drift around the corner because it was rear-wheel drive, but I couldn't get it to do it. I woke up in the morning, felt that dream felt real, and I realized I wasn't able to drift because I've never drifted a car before. That's amazing. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But so that's when I finally realized, oh, I can't fly because I've never, like, flown before. Yeah. You know? So anyways, this, this dream when I was in Beaumont, I woke up. I realized I was dreaming. It felt like I was in the bedroom. I left. I went out, I tried to fly, it didn't work. I do what I always do is I jump really, really, really high, like over light posts. <laughs> That's my method of transportation. I'm pulling. It's it's really sad. Wish I could fly, but I just I just jump, you know, leap over a tall building in a single bound. And um, I like happen upon this neighborhood that feels really real. It feels like one that's close to like, uh, like that house. Like it feels like I've been there before. It's just like a normal neighborhood. I'm like looking around at places um i like think about eating or something like that so i start to like hop out of the neighborhood pass by some people walking a dog i'm like hey and then i start to jump and i jump and i see the freeway and i jump and i'm like i can clear the freeway so boom i jump super high and the sign under the bridge of like an overpass i just go straight for it straight for it and i'm like (laughs) oh my god i'm going to crash into this this billboard and I do, and I do like almost like I really don't want to say cartoony because it wasn't like a cartoony dream. Yeah. But like an, in the pose, I was just like all completely yeah. spread out flat against the pose. And I hit the billboard and basically go through it. Oh, interesting. And the last thing I remember is once I'm going through it, I am in my bedroom in Beaumont, coming down from the wall, oh, completely fall into my body asleep, wake up. In Ontario. In yes, in Ontario. Oh interesting. Yeah. 
and that was like I feel this. I just fell into my body. Yeah. It's almost like an. I mean, it was very an, much an out of body. It experience. was an out of body. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I I attribute it to a dream as lucid dreaming, but I mean, it was one of the weirdest feelings I've ever had in my life because I've never. I've known that I've dreamt before. Yeah. And I've woken up, and it's just like you wake up. Yeah. That was me, like literally out of body waking up, yeah. and it was ridiculous. That's it was really, really interesting. <laughs> it was very, very weird. Yeah. Very weird. But, uh, I mean, I think that's kind of the main stories that we wanted to share tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this rambling episode. Again, this was more of a uh, casual conversation than anything. Just kind of talking about our paranormal experiences that we've had throughout casual our lives. Casual conversation part one. Yeah, exactly. Casual conversation part one. Maybe we'll bring some other people like Amethyst in the, into part two. Oh, yeah. And uh, get some of their stories. Cause that would be casual conversation part two, two. of... Paranormal Conversation Part 1. No. No, Part 2. <laughs> we'll just call them Casual Conversations. Well, how are they going to know that like Part 5 relates we'll back it, to we'll Part 1? We'll put it in the title. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fine. It'll, it'll be fine. Parentheses help out. Sure. All right. All right. But we hope you enjoyed this. Uh, if you do enjoy the podcast, if you share it with friends that you'd like to annoy, um, if you'd like to go onto Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, or if you'd like to send us your own uh, stories and maybe we'll read them on the next casual conversations, you can email us at marshmallowsundaypie at gmail.com. That might be pretty interesting to see who else has what kind of uh, experiences out there. That would that would be very fun. Yeah, yeah. Send us yeah, plenty of plenty of my things bro- to you talk about. To see the look on my brother's face of like, that's a great idea. Yeah. This would be a lot of like just the yeah. look on his face as I we didn't talk about this prior. So no. the look on his face as I said that was just amazing. Yeah, we could get yeah, we can um we could start having people that are listening that wanna share something. We can start reading those off. That'd be a that'd be a blast. Yeah, and then you can uh, check us out at, on Twitter now. We've got Malo Sunday Pie. Malo, uh, yeah, M A L L O W Sunday Pie. And that's Sunday, as in Sunday the day. Yeah, not Sunday the Sunday. Dessert. <laughs> uh, we're on Facebook at Marshmallow Sunday Pie, and then we're also on Tumblr at Marshmallow Sunday Pie. Tumblr, I thought yeah. Tumblr was dead. No, it's it's uh, it's still there. So I figured, why not? Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, So this is our sign-off. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed listening. We'll see you next time. Yeah, see you next time. Oh, quick announcement. I think we're planning on starting to release these on Sundays, too. That is correct, yes. Initially, we thought, um, I I think I came up with this name for the podcast, and I thought it would be very humorous to not release on Sundays specifically, but I think it makes more sense and to try and keep a continuity together to actually release on our namesake on Sunday. All right. Again, thank you very much, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.